This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hello, and welcome to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. My name is Austin, also known as Teacup. And my name is Shelby, also known as SheCup. Join us as we embark on unraveling all of your favorite mysteries from the Assassin's Creed universe. From Assassins to Templars to the mysterious Isu and more, we will seek to uncover it all. So join us, and maybe even take a leap of faith. Hello and welcome to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. My name is Shelby or SheCup and I'm super excited to be here today and I'm joined here with my co-host. So I'm Austin or Teacup and I'm excited to be here. So we finished our Pieces of Eden series last week. We are not yet going into Isu. So what are we talking about today? So today we are talking about a character deep dive and since last character deep dive we dealt with a historical character i thought we could jump into a modern day character for this character deep dive so we are talking about one of the first characters we ever meet in the entire game series lucy stillman all right um also voiced by Kristen bell yeah and she kind of even looks like her a little bit it's a little odd so yeah uh just a warning these are going to be heavy spoilers for Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed, the first Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Revelation, and maybe a little bit of Assassin's Creed 3. All right, so you ready? Let's do it. Okay, so Lucy is a born and bred assassin. She was born into the assassin order and received her training from William Miles. So I think this this is a thing that we don't really see in the early games, especially. Do you have a question? Yeah. Can you be born into the order? Like she was born as an assassin or like her parents were assassins and she like went through the training as a young kid? Technically. So if you remember maybe from our... Clay Casmer, not Clay Casmeric episode. Um, one of our episodes, we talked about there were a bunch of people that were raised assassin offspring ch- children that were raised on a place called the farm. So Lucy, Daniel Cross, Desmond, all kind of raised there as children of assassins. And so this is something we really see in modern day of the assassins having kind of these legacies of families that are automatically a part of the order and that's part of kind of where we meet desmond is he's running away from that he's like this isn't a life i chose and there's a conversation he talks about with sean hastings about that kind of thing about like i envy you in a lot of ways because this is something that you chose something that you chose to be, whereas I had it forced upon me. It's like I'm choosing to be here now, and I know this is the right thing, but I kind of envy that you got to make the choice and come to that realization all on your own. And so there are these assassins that are kind of, you know, like we call them like cradle Christians, 
you know, just born, raised or from outside the womb Christians and similar thing here going on with the assassins. And Lucy is one of them. So at 17, her ties to the brotherhood were cut in order for her to infiltrate Abstergo industries. So before that, she had to like assume a regular life because, you know, she's not like society. She's grown up on this farm with the assassin order so she needs to go and be in the real world so she can realistically join Abstergo Industries. So she attends university to study cognitive neuroscience. However, her theories eventually lead to her being called a pseudoscientist and force her to leave universities and pursue work elsewhere. She's eventually contacted by none other than Warren Vidic who would offer her a position at Abstergo Industries in the Animus Project. Lucy was cordial with several Abstergo employees. However, these would be the employees that would attempt to kill her. She is saved by Warren Vidic. So that's kind of before she's really like established in the Abstergo. That's really all we know about her life before that. So the next big thing on Lucy's world is the subject 16, which we know and we've talked about is Clay Kazmarek from that episode. So by 2011, William Miles had become mentor of the Brotherhood and ordered Clay Kazmarek to infiltrate the Animus Project as subject 16. Lucy was meant to be Clay's handler in order to help them both escape after Claire had retrieved or Clay had retrieved the necessary information. However, unbeknownst to the assassins, Lucy's loyalties had already shifted. Years of isolation coupled with William Miles's withdrawn and careless personality had driven her away from the assassins into Templar's arms. Warren Vidic offered Lucy guidance and protection, and she willingly became a double agent for him. And so with Clay as their research subject, Lucy and Warren would discover that Ezio had come into contact with the Apple and a vault and would use Clay to relive his memories. However, during this process, they left Clay in the Animus for days at a time, and he started to deteriorate quickly due to the bleeding effect, which we talked about in our Clay episode. And so... They would then discover that Desmond, Desmond Miles, the son of William Miles, was also a descendant of Ezio and could be a replacement for Clay. And so Lucy and Warren started to plan how they would manipulate Desmond and all of this. Clay would discover all of these plans and and realize that their plan was if Desmond started to show the bleeding effect, Lucy would help Desmond escape and use that to get back with the assassins and report to Vidic on assassin activities. And though Lucy knew Clay had discovered her treachery, she still protected him from being killed or turned over to the Templars, but she did not ever let him escape and return to the assassins. And as we know from our Clay episode, he would eventually take his own life during the subject 16 process the subject 16 stuff just makes me really sad it is very sad so i guess my question is at what point does lucy become the double agent like in the modern timeline at what point 
does this happen? I think that it is around the time that Warren saves her life. Mm. And I think it's mainly because we have to think about this from her perspective. Why William Miles ever thought it was a good idea to send a assassin who has never interacted with the outside world, who has only ever known the assassin brotherhood into an other undercover situation. Why he thought that was a good idea is beyond me. And then to just abandon her, make her feel abandoned because she's undercover. And like, that's part of being over, undercover is you have to take on the sense like that your organization isn't going to be there for you if you get into trouble. Yeah. I feel like William Miles doesn't make good decisions. He does not, at least from what we've seen. And so, you know, I get it. Like Warren saves her life. And I think at that point when he, re- when she has that moment of this is the Templar who I'm supposed to think is evil and terrible and is no good for anyone saved my life i think in that moment lucy's very young she can't be more than 24 at this point and at that point like i feel like she just spill her guts to warren and tell him everything and he would see this as an opportunity to manipulate and turn her and so this at this point this is before any of the games right or correct Okay, so your hypothesis, because I guess it's not confirmed exactly when this happens, your hypothesis is that she's working for the Templars the entire modern day storyline from Assassin's Creed 1 through whenever she, whatever. Yes, and that's actually confirmed that she is turned from the moment we meet her in the games. So you said you guess. That's not a you guess. That's confirmed fact. Well, you asked when I thought she turned. I think when she turns is when William saves her or when Vidic saves her life. It could have been before that. It could have been sometime after that. That was my guess to when she turned. But it is confirmed that from the time of AC1, she is working for the Templars. Okay, gotcha. I think a good time for our break before we get into the rest of her story. All right. My cousin! Shoot! Shoot the flying demon! Malaka! 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 Even now, faced as I am with the truth of your cold words, I refuse because I believe things can still change. I may never succeed. The assassins may struggle another thousand years in vain, but we will not stop. So. We don't have a review this week, but we still have a lot of things to talk about. So speaking of reviews, you can leave us a five-star rating on Apple or iTunes, Apple iTunes or Spotify. And if you leave us a review with words that is five stars, we will read it out on the show. That's a great way to get our show out there and make sure people are finding it and that it's known, especially if you love the show and we want to make sure it gets out there. 
Another way to support us is via our Patreon. We have launched a Patreon in the last couple of weeks. We have two patrons right now and we read all of our new patrons out on the show. And at certain tiers, we'll even read your name out every week. And at other tiers, you can even come on the show with us for our patron chat. So definitely join the Patreon. You can get um, access to exclusive rewards that you're just not going to get elsewhere. And then the last thing that I want to plug is our Discord. We have a Discord server called The Cups Podcasting and More. The link is in the episode bio. Um, And this is a place where we just have a lot of fun. We talk about all kinds of stuff, all kinds of games um, there. And it is also the home of all of our podcasts. So they get the first news. Any kind of updates that might happen to any of our podcasts they're going to hear it first so make sure you join that server you can also join the robots radio server of which we are a part and we have a channel channel over there as well and you can find tons and tons and tons of awesome new podcasts to listen to so the link to all of those things are in the episode description i think that's all i have for the break unless austin you have something else you wanted to add No, I do not. And I know I was really nice to you, but actually I'm just another Templar plot twist. And yes, I would like very much for you to be controlled by a magic space wizard so that you can murder me. I am not a father anymore. I am not a husband. I am not a Medjay. I am a hidden one. Yes. We are the hidden ones. All right. So the last bit is just going to go real quickly um, because I don't want to get too much into what happens in the games. I'm just going to briefly overview them. But and then we're going to talk about a little bit kind of her personality and legacy. So eventually Desmond does come to Abstergo as subjects uh, 17. Lucy immediately gains his trust by standing up for him against Vidic. And she also will answer his questions in between animus sections, though vaguely she answers her his questions about Abstergo. However, in one conversation, Lucy does defend Vidic. And this is where she tells Desmond about how Vidic saved her life and telling Desmond not to judge him too harshly and that he is just under a lot of pressure. And so I see this as the developers kind of like planting this scent, this like seed that Lucy isn't 100% on board with the assassin method. And the rest of it is that when Desmond finishes with Altair, it is Lucy that convinces the Abstergo higher-ups to keep him alive and not just discard him as trash. So that's really the events of AC1 that happened there. Then we move into what's called Project Siren, and that's the events of AC2 through AC Brotherhood. And so as we know with Assassin's Creed 2, Lucy helps Desmond escape and takes him to the Assassin's Creed hideout where they relive the memories of Ezio in Italy and his fight against the Borgia. And they train Desmond to be an assassin fully through the bleeding effect. And in that we again see this theme of like Lucy having compassion for Desmond 
and like being the like heart of the team that keeps them on their task. And then we start getting this kind of romantic hints between Lucy and Desmond in Assassin's Creed 2, which is then compounded upon in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And there's just awkward flirting. If you all remember playing that opening scene of Brotherhood under the villa, the villa and just the awkward flirting and everything that's going on during that. Yeah, I like just did that and it was cringe. Yes. Again, I don't believe them but as it's all- a couple. Like, I just don't believe them as a couple. Well, yeah. So after Desmond finishes with Ezio in Rome with those memories, they find where Ezio hid his apple, which is under the Colosseum, and they go to this temple where Juno takes over Ezio's body and uses him to kill Lucy, revealing her as a double agent, as her goal was the immediately when she gets her hands on an apple of Eden, that she would take it to Abstergo. And so Lucy then dies and she's buried somewhere in Italy. And because of what happens in the end, Sean Hastings is actually the only one from the team that actually attends her funeral. And so that's Lucy's story. That's really sad that he's the only one that goes. Well, part of it is that Rebecca has to stay with Desmond, who is in a coma. Sure. Um, It's still sad. But this is the second time William Miles has been betrayed by a student of his. Again, he kind of just makes bad decisions. Yes. So a little bit just kind of like about Lucy's personality. Knowing the story, Lucy and Vidic kind of play this good cop, bad cop situation going on with them. Um, Lucy is the good cop who like wants to settle things in peaceful ways. And Vidic is the bad cop who's just like, no, screw you, do whatever you want. However, behind the scenes, it appears that after Lucy leaves the assassin order, she becomes much more jaded and disheartened by the world. In a letter to Clay, she explained that William Miles was using them to fuel the war while Stergo cared about people and understood humanity's limitations. However, she does still show Clay compassion as she promised to protect him. But you see this, like, it's this theme that the Templars keep pushing on is that the world is bad and we're the only ones who can take care of it. And it's that famous quote, you know, from Haytham, it says, our creed doesn't require the indoctrination or words muddled to us by old men it just requires for the world to be as it is very true and this is like the i think this is really like the trap of the templars is when you have an evil that can convince you that it's good it's much more insidious than an evil that stretch about and like yeah we're the bad guys and so like this is the trap the templars convince you that they're the good guys when in reality neither of them are really the good guys and the assassins will say we're not the good guys but no so naturally lucy proves that 
she has a gift for deception uh, since she was able to hide her assassin's tie during her infiltration with Abstergo and later her affiliation to the Templars from the assassin from her assassin colleagues. Despite her true allegiance, she appeared to show genuine care and compassion to her team and her regrets about Clay still haunted her to the end of her life. Her feelings toward Desmond were also implied to be genuine to the point where Warden Vidic felt the need to tell her not to let them get in the way. And so here is just a little bit about her legacy in later games and later things. Um, in 2015, the assassin team, including Sean and Rebecca, used a drone in London by the name of Lucy. Um, in, in AC Rogue, Otto Berg, who is an assassin hunter, lists Lucy in a list of assassins who had defected from the order. When Desmond first gains access to Eagle Vision, Lucy was shown in blue, which confirms Desmond's belief that he could trust her, despite the letter, later re revelation that she was secretly a Templar. And so this is an interesting point because it shows the limitations of Eagle Vision, that it doesn't show you someone's true intentions. It shows you their your perspective of their intentions on if they are hostile to you or not. And Desmond believes that Lucy isn't hostile to him. So she appears as not. That's interesting. Yeah. And this next point is super interesting to me. From sequences six to eight, Lucy is missing from the villa in AC Brotherhood. And no explanation is ever given is there an explanation given like by the devs outside of the game not that i saw i looked but i didn't see it but there's no reason so one can assume that she's contacting and speaking with vidic um during this time right but yeah but i think that's an interesting touch that she is missing from the team from sequences six to eight when they're all making this big deal of like, oh, we don't need to spend too much time above ground because the Templars will find us. And that's really all we got about Lucy. Hmm. We usually end our character deep dives by answering the question, why do we love or hate this character? Do you want to answer that? Yeah, um, I'm kind of indifferent towards Lucy. I don't love or hate her. I think that she's a product of circumstance. I think that she's a product of the mistakes of a brotherhood led by someone who, in all honesty, might have no reason or no business leading an organization like the Assassins. Um, and I think that she's the victim of Templar manipulation. So I understand her a little bit, but it's never been a thing about like, oh my gosh, I love Lucy. I was so sad when she died. Like, Mm -hmm. I just am medium about her. I don't hate or love her. I just think that she's a product of circumstance. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, and I guess I feel like at first I felt like, 
oh, well, I haven't finished Brotherhood. I haven't finished Revelations. I haven't finished all these games that she's in. But in reality, even I think I would feel this way even if I had finished all the games. And I feel like I just don't know her. I feel like I don't know her well at all. And that's because she never really shares anything personal. Sean and Rebecca and Desmond, they all have personal moments, but I don't feel like Lucy ever really does. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I I think you're spot on with that kind of point and analysis because Sean and Rebecca all kind of share like why they joined the assassins or how they joined the assassins. And Lucy never does that. Right. Right. And it just, it's one of those things like we talk about in Dragon Age, how you know, once we know what the secret is, we see the hints of dropping that secret early in the game, like especially mm. with Blackwall and Solus and Inquisition. Like it's the same kind of thing. Like once I know Lucy is a traitor, I start seeing the signs of it in the game that I missed earlier. Mm-hmm. You see it everywhere. Yeah. Which, yeah. and that's one of them. And she's very aloof. Mm-hmm. and like her you can now see like you first take her like determination like we need to move quickly we need to find this apple is like her like desperation to beat the templars but no it's so she can get the apple yeah but all in all i'm just indifferent to her five out of ten yeah yeah oh i get that i think i agree she's she's not a character that really stands out to me like she's very mid like you said i don't dislike her i just wish i guess i wish she was more developed like i think it if we had known her more like we really got to know her she like and desmond had a heart to heart one day i feel like we would have totally different reactions and be like wow this is heartbreaking you know Right. And like this is before like we had, you know, really fleshed out RPG elements or even character development elements in Assassin's Creed. And so because so much development was spent on the historical story that the modern day yeah. was just kind of like an extra thing. Yeah. Well, do you have other thoughts about Lucy before we wrap it up? I do not. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Assassin's Creed lore cast. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. You can find us on Twitter at Assassin's Creed Lorecast, or you could talk to us on Discord in the Robots Radio Discord or our personal Discord server. Both links found in this episode's descriptions. Thank you for listening, and always stay to the shadows to serve the light, Assassins. Vault Dwellers, join me, Jax's sassy lady rover, Eric, and the creator, Maverick, as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter, or X, or whatever you want to call it, using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using falloutrtd at gmail.com. 
Join us, the conversation has already started.